As Santa Barbara reported the highest number of coronavirus cases since the pandemic began on Monday, at 360 cases in the county, the first batch of coronavirus vaccines have arrived. The county is expected to receive 13,425 doses of the vaccine this month, with 3,900 doses developed by Pfizer having arrived this week. Shipments of another vaccine developed by Moderna are expected the week of December 21st. To learn more about how the vaccine works and how it will be distributed in Santa Barbara County, I spoke with Santa Barbara Public Health Officer Dr. Henning Ansorg. Hi, Dr. Ansorg. Thank you so much again for meeting with me today. So the county is expected to receive its first shipments of Pfizer coronavirus vaccine this week. Approximately how many shipments can we expect in the coming days and weeks, and what will distribution look like for the county? So the first um, shipments will go to our um, biggest county hospitals, um, Cottage. We receive just shy of 2,000 vials, as will Marion Hospital in Santa Maria. And they will share about 300 vials of those with Lompoc Hospital. Um, they are the first in line to receive this. And um, it does not, it, it will not be enough to vaccinate all their frontline healthcare workers. So we are anticipating, at, actually we got another allotment confirmed of another 2000 doses, give or take a week later. And um, then they will, that will again go to, the, go to the hospitals. They are first in line to receive the vaccine um, just because they are so um, over, loaded with COVID patients at the moment, and we really need uh, healthy staff uh, to protect them so they can take care of the really sick people. Dr. Ansorg explained that Santa Barbara County is following California public health guidance for determining who has priority to the vaccine. Vaccines will first be provided to high-risk healthcare workers, residents of assisted living facilities, and the elderly or medically vulnerable to then be followed by healthcare workers in less risky settings like dental offices and specialty clinics. After healthcare workers, the state plans to broaden access to groups including essential workers in communities at increased risk of COVID-19, including minority groups disproportionately infected by COVID-19. Mass vaccinations for the rest of the general public are expected no earlier than spring 2021. Now, that all depends really on how many vaccines we receive from these companies. So we're really dependent on that. We have a very, very robust and, and thought out plan to do max vaccinations from the public health department, from associated clinics, from the hospitals, the pharmacies will help. And so that we can roll this out. Just imagine if you want to, we have 450,000 um, people living in, in Santa Barbara County, even if you did 5,000 a day, that would be 90 days a day to, to just do a huge amount of vaccination. So it's a logistical challenge, but um, um, with, this, with this approach that um, a certain category of people get it first and then second in line, I think it's manageable. So hopefully everybody can go to their primary care doctor or to a public health um, vaccination clinic um, as soon as, I don't want to be over optimistic, I just hope as soon as possible, but realistically I would think March and that would be great. 
Dr. Ansorg explained that the vaccine requires two doses three to four weeks apart, which the county will keep track of through advanced monitoring software. He also advised those with allergies to notify their clinic before receiving the vaccine, especially those who are prone to anaphylactic reactions. The vaccine will be free of charge for the general public, as it is covered by the federal government. To get a better sense of how exactly the vaccine works, I asked Dr. Ansorg to explain its science in layman terms and whether the public should be concerned about side effects. Yeah, it's like, you know, for people who are, who are um, biotech nerds, it's really like, it's, it's just like so fascinating because it's the first of its kind. They have experimented with this uh, type of vaccine for at least a decade. But now it's the first time that it's actually rolled out and got an emergency use authorization. So it's very exciting for uh, for people like me who who who, who like um, um, safe modern um, technologies that are better. Like remember the old vaccines, we would give like um, basically a killed virus that could cause the disease, right? And in hopes that. Uh, the, the the body produces antibody against it and still fights off the real virus once it comes. Now this one is by no means. I mean that that seems like Stone Age compared to what this technology is. It's really fancy. For the listeners, um, there are messenger RNAs that produce certain proteins in the body, and they are they are genetically determined by the DNA or the RNA in the cell. And these little tiny messenger RNA um, pieces then produce the enzymes and the proteins that the body needs. Now this virus, the COVID virus has a certain spike protein it's called um, all around. That's why it's a corona, like a, a circle around the, the center of the virus. And it has these little spikes on there. And they're a glycoprotein, which is like a, um, a, a little protein that is can be is encoded with this mRNA. So when this mRNA shows up, it makes this spike protein, but nothing else of the virus. And this spike protein is basically the best, it's the best attachment port for antibodies. So this spike protein is new to a body. So we get this, this little bit of mRNA, messenger RNA is, is encapsulated in some uh, fatty, basically a little tiny blob of fat and it gets injected into the muscle. So what my muscle cells will do is they, they release the, M, the messenger RNA out of the little fat, and then it will start cranking out these spikes proteins, you know, that normally are on the virus. And then the, my own immune system will see or smell or whatever, find those, and will create antibodies against them. So once I, I would get exposed to the real virus, my immune system will immediately remember, oh yeah, I know these funny spike proteins and will attack the virus. That's how it works. So it's pretty fancy this um, because you don't get another virus injected. You don't get um, um, a dead virus or anything like that um, injected. And um, your body produces this extra protein. So my question was, of course, when I talked to a geneticist, I said, yeah, but, but, but what if this little messenger RNA creates a protein that is really not good for me or, you know, could cause some other problems? I said, oh, no, that happens all the time. That gets 
trashed immediately from the immune system. So it's it's um, surprisingly safe so far. About fifty thousand people have received it um, over the last four months. Uh, the side effects were comparable to, um, for instance, a shingles vaccine or something. So not and nobody died, no, no horrific uh, things happened. So that is reassuring. Um, I must say though that people, people do feel a little bit of soreness, that's to be expected. And some people also develop some headaches or fatigue for a day or two. In rare cases, some people develop the fever, but you know, not like 104, like a fever of like um, 100 or up to 101 maybe also just for a couple of days. That is expected because it's basically a sign that the immune system is ramping up to, um, because it found something that it needs to, to, to work against. So it's expected with a vaccine really. So uh, fingers crossed, uh, but because it's so fresh, we are, um, we are really, really on a very, closed monitoring system, which is also new with this vaccine. It's mandatory that every person with their batch of vaccine, everything gets put into one single database nationally, which is really good so that we can really track any adverse events or any unwanted vaccination reactions. Um, so once thousands and thousands of people got it, we will have more information on, on adverse events. But from the initial studies, it looked Co totally comparable or even better than other vaccines that we use already. And are there any notable differences between the Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna vaccine? They are extremely similar. They are almost like twins. Hmm. Now, having said that, the, the companies that create these vaccines keep their cards to their chest pretty closely. And um, only once the FDA gives some kind of approval, they release data. But some of it remains a proprietary information. For instance, they don't disclose um, what fat particles, which fat particles they use, which fatty acids or what percentage of what in, to embed the little messenger RNA in. The messenger RNA is the same. Absolutely, and it creates the same protein, but the way it's packaged is different. And because it is different, they use a different um, lipid or fat to package this messenger RNA in. They don't need to have it very deep frozen, this Moderna vaccine versus the one by the company Pfizer or BioNTech they need to have it transported at minus 94 Fahrenheit, which is pretty cold. And um, the other one just needs a normal freezer, like almost like a household freezer to be transported, which of course makes it also easier. And the dose is slightly different. So the messenger RNA amount per vial, per, per dose is uh, higher in the Moderna. Um, whether that will cause a better immune response, we do not know yet. But they're extremely comparable. They both utilize this, this new technique of messenger RNA creating the spike protein in the body.
So we've also been seeing some hesitance from the public about getting vaccinated, primarily because the vaccine was developed so quickly and hasn't had a lot of time to be tested. There also seems to be plenty of misinformation being shared about the vaccine and the virus in general. How will the public health department ensure and educate the community that the vaccine is safe? Yeah, that's a very important point. Um, it's, it's true. The vaccine has been rolled out fairly quickly, but to be honest, um, no, there were no, um, they did not cut any corners. They did like a very thorough uh, third, clinic, third phase clinical trial with 44,000 from the company Pfizer. And that was completed. So it is, um, it showed a significant benefit um, of the vaccine with an efficacy of 95%, which is astounding. And therefore, um, the only it's given that these trials came resulted so um, favorably, it is really safer to get the vaccine, even though we don't know the long term effects yet, than running the risk of getting the COVID infection, which we also only learn what kind of long term effect that can have for some people, not for everybody. So time will show, but because we are all, I mean, so many people, not just in this country, but everywhere in Europe and Asia and Africa, everywhere in the whole world will want the vaccine. So we will get much more information also sooner than with other vaccines. So we will have more information in a very short amount of time. And then we will be very diligent and the public health department will be extremely transparent in sharing whatever information we have, that people feel assured um, that they can, you know, trust this. Thank you to Dr. Henning Ansorg, Santa Barbara Public Health Officer, for speaking with me about the coronavirus vaccine and the county's plans for distributing it to the public. For more information, visit publichealthsbc.org. With KCSB News, I'm Ashley Rush.